Casey. Michelle. You ready to do this? Yeah, let's get into it. Oh, I was going to come up with lyrics, wasn't I? Yeah, you're still supposed to come up with lyrics for us, man. It's too early, man. I just can't wake up today. It's only 2 o'clock in the afternoon. (laughs) I have have my... Well, it's 1 o'clock for me. Do I get a pass? Okay, yeah, you get a pass. (laughs) And I'm also, um, like, halfway through my triple espresso caramel macchiato so oh wow that's i impressive. should really i only have one a week now so i'm really being good guys but interesting you chose a sunday to get all educated is it because you're ready for the pod and you need to be focused yeah you are correct sir wow. and and i really like i slept a lot but i just i woke up and i was like oh you know i could take give me a zanny and give me two more days like i could just be out for a while yeah, because we're all sleeping so well. Yeah, I need like my CBD droplets to the point where I'm almost ODing and then I can sleep for like 48 hours. Please and thank you. I just counted how many weeks until Thanksgiving for four days off. Yeah. <laughs> Woohoo! Hopefully it's too long. It. Just got to day, day by day, just like Alcoholics Anonymous, hour by hour, <laughs> day by day, one foot Sand- in front of the other. Stands the alcohol, but um... exactly. Did we get into some of the crazy news from the week? Yeah, dude. I mean, I almost feel, I don't, I feel, I honestly feel bad that this is her narrative for this week, but Lily James. We got another update. You guys, I cannot emphasize how much I don't pay very close attention to her, but she's just, you can't she's avoid really it. making it work. Quarantine. Yeah, you honestly, I don't really care for her either way. And I can't avoid any of this news, I guess, if you want to break it down, because there's a lot that's happened in the last couple of days. Yeah. So the last time last week, we were saying how she was canceling um, all like a lot of her press stuff. She did go on Fallon. I haven't watched it. You watch it. Yeah. But like, as we know, Fallon is he's softball question. So they knew he wasn't going to ask anything yeah. about the rumors. Yeah, and she and Army Hammer were supposed to do Graham Norton together. Um, but yeah, they both canceled left and right on everything. And their net, their movie is called Rebecca. It came out on Netflix this week. Uh, got pretty bad reviews. Uh, and it's supposed to be very like passionate, romantic. And Army and Lily uh, are a couple in it. And she, it's now rumored that the breakup of Army and his wife was because his wife discovered quote-unquote passionate texts on his phone from somebody named Adelaide which apparently is like a reference to her character uh in the movie I mean I thought her character might be named Rebecca because of the movie but apparently the the articles are saying it's tied to it's like a code name for her character in the movie and so people are now just going forward and saying Lily James is the reason, allegedly the reason that Army Hammer's marriage ended. And it's so just in, like in theory, she could have broken two marriages within one week. I mean, well, Dominic West is in his way for still, but you know, very what I mean? much. Like, she's basically gotten herself in an entanglement. If you entanglement will. is the year, is the word of twenty twenty. Yes, entanglement. Yeah. 
And this one is intensely tabloidy. Like the other one, we see the pictures and it's like very, you know, Dominic was not being appropriate. If anything, like Dominic was definitely not being appropriate because he's the married person. But now the, this is just kind of bananas. And I honestly like, don't like, I I just, I kind of feel bad for her because she's going to get just an absolute reputation where it's such this this story is so intensely tabloidy because we were oh sorry about that that was my tv um we were following army hammer already and kind of how bizarre he's acting lately and then his breakup and i didn't we i guess we could have just checked their imdb pages to see that they were both in a movie that was coming out soon but we didn't do that so then she has these independent stories going on with chris evans and and then dominic west and now they're intertwined so entanglement yeah and like you mentioned earlier i mean it's it's a very big coincidence yeah like to me when casey sent me the latest article about the alleged text messages i was like is this too coincidental that it could be planned but like again or planted yeah that could just be me being super super um you know strategic thinking like no like I was PR thinking, like, thinking no it's more me not trusting anything in the world these yeah. days <laughs> so I'm not like, these days que- I'm questioning everything in the news <laughs> not yeah. saying fake news but saying is this a manipulation but like why would Lily James want that as her shtick unless she just wanted to be more famous and like her name more out there. And like, clearly I didn't know who she was before quarantine. So it's worked. Yeah. And if, if this is the only press that we're going to be getting, if it was coming out in theaters, then this would bring more people's attention to it. And it's probably actually easier that we're not going to theaters. Cause it's like, Oh wait, who those people are in what movie? Oh, Rebecca that came out on Netflix this week. Okay. And then you like, just press a couple buttons. And even though, it's getting bad reviews it is like number three on netflix right now so like people are watching it whether it's good or not and i mean it is a remake i remember the original oh yeah the original has harrison ford and um what's her name who's actually in it i can't think of her name like she has three names Kristen scott 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 thomas yeah she's in it who i think was in the original with um harrison ford too um but oh, I like I never Sabrina. I never saw the okay. original. I just remember when it came out, we were like little. But um you know, who knows? It's it's sketch, but so is everything in 2020. <laughs> yeah, so we I mean, it's it's really far-fetched and it's very like unless you know, unless Elizabeth Chambers or a friend of hers is going to the press and being like, "Well, yeah, there this is what was going on." Um, which is, you know, also very likely, like this could also be a real D bag move from like Lily's manager or something and, or army's manager, you know, these people, you, uh, you want to think they're being honest about who they are, but yeah, these are also people that will sell their soul. Yeah. I mean, right now, speaking of army, he is in the u.s but his family is still in the cayman islands where they all were during covid and he's like demanding that they come back to the u.s so he can finalize this divorce and it's like "Mm, why do you need to finalize it so quickly like you guys were together for so long you made it seem so amicable via your 
you know, Instagram posts and everything that it's like weird. He's demanding them to come back during an, a crisis, a pandemic, like something sketch there too. Well, yeah, he's the more we kind of see him, the more disappointed I am. Yeah, that's why I try not to. <laughs> I know, just so into the social I try to network. Avoid news with him because I don't want to get you know, to a point where I dislike him. But right now, I'm not really a huge fan of his. We'll see. I'm neutral at the point. I haven't made my final decision of whether he's officially off the Michelle list. But he's definitely not doing the right things to stay on it. (laughs) Yeah, and I need a little more of... um, I need a little... A couple more stronger performances. Like, when he came out right off the bat... It was like, this is, who is this guy? This is so interesting. Let me see whatever else he has. Then like the next five to seven movies were like, these are all pretty terrible. It wasn't necessarily his performance, but. Right. They just overall weren't the greatest movies, except for obviously the one with, I think the the next great one was the one with Timothy. So, and then I honestly wasn't even thinking he was being able to get access to parts like that, that would get him nominated and then it's like, okay, so this is who you could be as an you're actor. You're capable of, yeah. yeah, you're capable of doing great things, but. But you got a bad you know. picker? Yeah. Yeah, or who knows? He could be one of those people who's like the third choice of these movies and just oh, never true. gets them. So like, yeah. he's trying to get the big roles, but like they're going to Leo or. Oh, yeah, Dur. Bradley yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. So we'll see. Um, obviously we'll keep our eyes on the story because it's not like we have anything else to report on. <laughs> and it just, I just can't believe it's week by week. It's a new thing with her. And I'm sure, I yeah, know. by her canceling everything, I feel like she is not pleased right now with the narrative on her life. I agree. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah, be. And, yeah. And I mean, the interview, it wasn't even, nothing about her dating life was even brought up. It was strictly business. So, you know, like. It ain't it. She ain't having a great time, I'm sure, right now. But you know, she's still making millions of dollars and lives in Notting Hill. And (laughs) she also hooked up with three really attractive men in the last like month, and that's better than we've done in like a year. year, So, (laughs) so I don't feel bad for her, but um, you know, it's definitely an interesting situation to. It's an interesting entanglement to be found in. Yeah, and then do we move on to the next entanglement? Yeah, so um, the latest with Cardi B and Offset is obviously we've reported, I think it was two weeks ago, that Cardi had filed for divorce from Offset because she said that they were arguing too much. Um, But then she celebrated her birthday last week and he was spotted in the background of all her Instagram lives and... um, there were some photos of her like making out with him. And so then she went on Instagram the next day and said, like, listen, I'm just a crazy bitch. Um, she can't get away from that D basically. And she's doing her, which like, I mean, listen, she could do whatever the hell she wants. She's definitely making more money out of the two of them. So as long as she's not being taken advantage of financially, who cares? She's also spending uh, that money a little too fast, but but I, I, yeah. I love you, Cardi. So. Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see if they stay together post, you know, quarantine. But 
they were definitely having a great time at her birthday party. And then, interesting enough, this the other day, Offset was actually arrested for having a loaded gun at a Trump rally in Beverly Hills. And, like, so, intimidating. Yeah, crowd. Yeah, which, like, we're not promoting, but, like, I'm into the fact that, like, he's getting involved in the political aspect of the world because you don't really see rappers doing that too often um obviously we don't like the idea of him like shooting people no super dangerous like we've seen you know what occurs with at these rallies when two sides are coming together and there are weapons like right you know too many people have been killed it's and he's lucky that you know i guess they must have recognized he was a celebrity because like that could have easily ended you know just like any other one of these stories that have been on the news so um really interesting news coming out from cardi being offset this week like what is the thought process to be i guess you're just like i guess it's just the level of arrogance because my thought yeah, like for they, all of this is like i would be in the crossfire <laughs> oh yeah but i mean that's the plus to being a pot to being a celebrity and like in theory you think you're above the law um Clearly, he got arrested. We'll see whether, like, charges are actually, you know, held against him or it was more of just, like, a warning situation. But, you know, just another update from the Cardi B and Offset camp because they seem to be also constantly in the news during quarantine. But then also we've discussed there's only so many stories to go around right now. Yeah, and she is very open and public on her social media, so it's very easy to like i mean we're getting the the stories from her directly right right so that's always nice i always i always appreciate yeah when it's coming from the source versus a blind item or from a publication where we're like uh yeah like how did they get this information um so yeah and when it says sources it's like you could just say sources and make up a fake story because that's a lot of what us weekly and people do so yeah uh but yeah cardi b's great though man (laughs) I know. I mean, to be honest, I'm not a huge fan of hers overall in terms of her music, but like, I do appreciate her, like, just not giving a crap about anything and just like taking social media as her voice. And I mean, she's definitely educated a lot of people about the census and voting that probably would have never done that before. So you can't hate that. She's using her, her clout for good, at least for now, I'd say. Yeah, we'll see what I would do. Should we go to? Speaking of using their clout, thank you. Uh, (laughs) I'm really becoming an expert at these transitions. Yeah, I wanted to. I I wanted to like (laughs) tee you up for that one because I was like, I like how you do it. But this is I'm broken. (laughs) This is really taking a dark turn this week for me. I know the last couple of weeks for a lot of people. I mean, but this one, like I. Look, here's the thing. You know how Michelle and I talk about we're tastemakers, we're, we're um, <laughs> talent we, sourcers. Like, yeah, we find the talent way before they become famous. And so, because we watch everything. And this is, and I can't, I'm, I'm not lying to you guys at all. When I fell in love with Ryan Gosling on Breaker High, and I fell in love with Ryan Reynolds on Two Guys, a Girl, at a Pizza Place, all around the same age, when I was like 12, 13 years old. Yeah, when did, he, when did these guys get on your radars, people? Yeah. Like tw- 10 years after that, okay? 
Yeah. Like most people probably didn't know who Chris Pratt was until Parks and Yeah. Rec. And I became obsessed with Chris Pratt when he was on Everwood and was on the WB around the time of Dawson's Creek. And I was like, Everwood is my jam. I remember that show and being like, this is one I will not watch, but I remember his face in the commercial. Yeah, and Kersey and I were like, Everwood, what is it? Like, we were all about Everwood. And so, so Mr. Chris Pratt. All right, so the meme's been going around of like, which Pratt would you ditch? And it comes up every once in a while. But the internet collectively this week decided to ditch Chris Pratt for a couple, it, it was a kind of collective, they're all within the same idea it's all kind of it's all political which is a little upsetting but it started off because he his um animated movie onward was nominated for a people's choice award and he was like do you know what's as important as voting he went on to tweet he was like voting everybody all the celebrities are telling you like you need to be voting you need to be voting but i'm going to tell you who to vote for vote for onward onward for people's choice award for best animated movie and the backlash yeah that's not the right way to go about it especially a month before yeah weeks before the and it was him definitely trying to like slice some slice the tension on twitter but like buddy first of all twitter is a dangerous place to begin with that's why i don't use it instagram is definitely friendlier uh and it's been proven by science (laughs) (laughs) in general yeah instagram is definitely more supportive um but yeah he so a lot of people like really went in on that and then people started to do a little deeper dive and start picking apart a lot of other things one of them being that when covid first happened and they did a lot of reunion stuff and a lot of like next episode things of shows when they did a reunion of Parks and Rec for COVID relief, he participated in that with the rest of the cast. When the rest of the cast started to do very specific Democratic fundraisers, like for um, Democratic Senate seat in Wisconsin, he and Rob Lowe did not participate in any of that stuff. And people were like, oh, all right. Right. Like you're allowed to not want to support that if that's not aligned with your political beliefs we're not hating on that piece as much as we might disagree the internet is definitely hating on that piece yeah but we're like and so this is so then rdj robert downey jr stepped in at this point too and was like and so did mark ruffalo actually came in support chris well we know mark ruffalo comes to support any one of his like fellow superheroes because we saw him do it with chris Evans. And he's like there to support anyone at any moment. He's like literally the PR person. But he's also (laughs) next to Chris Evans, the most outspoken, intensely liberal, socialist state. Yeah. So he's constantly posting about what's going on in in the world. Yeah. And like he kind of got he started to get dragged in to this because it was like. How can Mark Ruffalo support Chris Pratt when Mark Ruffalo is a re- uh, such an intense liberal and Chris is now, we're finding out, like, might be a little more conservative than people want him to be? And so that was nice that, that they both came in. And there was also a moment where Robert Downey Jr. posted, like, a set picture of Chris Pratt and him together as if they have, like, no personalized pictures together. It's them on set laughing. But... 
They probably don't. <laughs> but it's so they've had to do so much press. I was like, really? This is the picture we're going with. The better part of that was the critique that he mo- most likely Robert Downey Jr. Um, had cropped out Tom Hiddleston from the scene. <laughs> I saw that article that was like, why did they crop him out? It's so I have no. It was. I feel like it was like Robert Downey Jr.'s people were obviously like, oh, we got to find a picture of yeah. him. Like Robert was like, hey, can we like ma- mention that we need to support Chris on this? Like he's really getting dogged right now, and Ruffalo's helping him out, so I want to get in on this. Right. <laughs> I'm just like, there's got to be a press picture of them together, like in suits or something, like high fiving. <laughs> it was so bad. But yeah, so Chris, yeah, and then his wife uh, came out saying she's supporting Biden. So he's never come out to say he supports Trump, but people are now making the assumption. So that was kind of where a lot of the backlash really took a dark, dark turn of like, well, if you're not with us, you're against us. If you're not going to choose a side, that's in itself choosing sides. Yeah, and I mean, you know, I because it's me and I'm crazy um appreciated the storyline that he was the least favorite Chris Pratt or he's the least favorite Chris because I have all along when they have all the Chris's lined up he is at the bottom for me so it's like self-satisfying for me that the rest of the world is finally catching up with true taste that is how you For me, it's like, but I don't appreciate that this is why he's getting my more issue with him versus his political views. Although if you are pro Trump, I'm not a huge fan of you. Is his is the cult Christian organization. What is it? Hillstrong? Yeah, yeah, Hillsong. The Hillsong Church. Hillsong. That also is the same church that Justin Bieber is part of. It's definitely a cult. It has cultish uh vibes and tendencies and um and and a lot of rumors of anti-gay support and um and supporting yeah the ability to pray the gay away type verbiage yeah it's definitely it's definitely not a you know pro christian you know how some christians obviously are like we love everyone this is definitely a us versus them type of religion which to me i always am hesitant for a celebrity to be very involved in because then obviously it's not only going to impact their beliefs but the work they do the performances they choose and then usually that ends up meaning that their stuff is not going to be as and that's this kind of this one is a very um yeah i I feel like the people that are in the, the Hillsong Church is a very new age Christian. Like, we're not like that old stuffy Christian. Like, you can wear jeans and we do a lot of rock music. That's their vibe. But then if you're gay, you got to pray it away. And so, like, how new and age And being is a that? part of this church <laughs> does mean that it, there is a very specific type of uh, commentary that's coming from the celebrities that are in this church, a.k.a. Courtney Kardashian, Justin Bieber, Haley Bieber. It's like they, uh, there's something with this pastor, man. He went on tour with Bieber. He's got way too much influence. Michelle and I are very concerned about, like, it's very obvious he is trying to get that celebrity level going where 
Yeah, I mean, these pastors can make a lot of money. Just watch the show. Uh, oh, yeah. What's that incredible show on HBO? Danny with, McBride, um, John Goodman. It's the, yeah. the something, the somethings, right? Um, this, you're Googling it. Where they, yeah, I'm Googling it. Um, I can't think of what it's called. Uh, it's so good. The Righteous, the righteous gemstones. gemstones. Yeah, the Gemstones. Yeah, I mean, it's all about these christian pastors new age saving your life but then also like you know yeah at least the gemstones know it's about the money the the pastor for this church and and the and the vibe you get off of hillsong is like it's that the terrifying like god like complex of uh but we're here for a mission of christianity and yeah and and they kind of cover up that money grubbiness by saying like this is god's this is god's way this is god's will well that's like that's like yeah Scientology, that's like any other cult where yeah so so you know more to come on that but the rest of the world finally caught up with michelle and chris pratt is not canceled and i don't want him to be canceled no it's just dude what he's really he's one of those people that i will say he evolves like every few years so like i don't even know if this is the final chris we're seeing i think you know what i mean unless something happens where like some kind of really unfortunate situations are like exposed at this church i think this is i think this is what had a huge influence on ending his marriage with uh, Anna Ferris, and he once he started to un- like become uh, that fame level. Not he's doing a great job of handling it as well, and still very much staying right. down to earth and very much focusing. And like his relationship with his son is like the really the cutest thing ever. Jack is obviously his priority, and now his um, other child with Catherine. And I like, and he doesn't, he's never had like bad douchey rumors. He's always been a great pleasure to work with. I watch a lot of the bloopers on Parks and Rec. That sounds really stupid. Well, the Parks and Rec bloopers are when he was with Anna, but they're all like very. That's the last time I really liked him. Yeah. And then when he became Guardians of the Galaxy and that became such a massive, that specific franchise within the Marvel world, they were not expecting it to be such a huge influence and hit. It is a massive part of the story, but he really took it and ran with it and he got so much money from it. That scared the hell out of him. His family has a very dysfunctional relationship in that he like some parts of his family is speaking to other parts some parts have been trying to use their information they have on him and the tabloids and it's led to a lot of unfortunate like disconnections in his family that he tries to um really stay out of the press with like he doesn't want that to be an air a part of his story um but they're asking him for money and stuff he bought a farm back home in washington yeah from what they're from washington i was thinking they might be from oregon and then he spent a lot of time on the farm like when he wasn't filming and he got really into this church and he didn't know what to do with all the money yeah. and all the fame and all the power that he had he was not expecting his life to go this way well yeah and then it, it's only gotten bigger with yes park and then yeah other and they all yeah. are massive hits and then he became this like hundred million dollar man 
And, um, but he's seen, and I think honestly, I think the, his um, friendship with Arnold Schwarzenegger has been a massively positive impact on him. I'm sure he's an incredible mentor because a, he's married to someone who has different political beliefs, just like Arnold did. And he also has someone who is huge in movies and pop culture for decades that he can go to for guidance. So let's hope he doesn't follow Arnold. Well, I was about to say, I'm ready for a nanny job. Cheating on his, yeah, like cheating on his uh, wife with a nanny. And then all of a sudden we realize when the kid turns 12 and looks exactly like, like daddy Schwarzenegger and is Hispanic. Then you go, Oh, I'm going to put two and two together. I I feel like we don't talk about that that enough, but anyway, so like him. It's uh, I if I were Patrick or their other son, like I would just I don't know what I would have. I, I mean, I definitely would have needed significant medication and therapy. Oh yeah, I would hope that they went to therapy as a family, but who knows? Whew, that what a story! That is a story for that. Yeah, that is a what? what oh, a Hall of Famer. That's what I. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's definitely a Hall of Famer because that that was when it was like all over the tabloids. I remember like every news story was about that affair and the yeah, and there's like three SVU episodes that are very similar, except somebody ends up dead, and that's (laughs) why they have to investigate. Of course. All right. Well, speaking of dead people, (laughs) we can go to the breakup of the week. Are any of these people dead? No, just just these relationships are dead. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we had a few um, options. I would say our lead of Breakup of the Week is the confirmation that Bethany Frankel and her boyfriend of two years, Paul, um, unfortunately. He has a last name. We just don't. Broke out. <laughs> Somewhere. <laughs> yeah, he's a businessman in Boston. I mean, I don't even know if many people listening to this even know what his last name is. I think people are probably or, like yeah. – if you're a Bethany, if you're a Bethany fan, you definitely knew about this relationship. I mean, I had the pleasure of being on a plane with the two of them, heading to was it Massachusetts? I feel like, yeah, I think it was. I think it was for Jamie's Is wedding. Is that long ago? I thought it was more recent. But you haven't been in Boston by any more recent because we've been in quarantine for eight. No, months. it was. Yeah. Well, that was wow. last year. Yeah. So last June, the two of them and Bryn were on my plane, and they were definitely. I hot can see and that picture and- that you sent me, like in my mind. Yeah, it was incredible. It was the first time I saw Bryn's face because up until very recently, she was always, her face was always um, blocked out on all of Bethany's social media. But yeah, so unfortunately they broke up. Um, Bethany um, confirmed it this week and she basically said, you know, some relationships have their end dates and this was one. And it's unfortunate because they, she looked really happy with him, at least in everything we saw and like, Especially, you know, knowing she's had a rough, I mean, she's still technically married, which we found out when she was on watching. Yeah, what do you think there still ago. is, do you think he's just not signing stuff or they just haven't finished negotiations on a certain couple of things that he's. I think Jason, I think Jason Hoppy is holding on to this for as long as he can because it's oh, a meal amazing. ticket. It's so exhausting. Because for those. For those that don't know, she was previously married to Jason Hoppy, who she met on when we saw when she was on Bravo. And 
their relationship was honestly in the beginning we were all like so happy for her and like we were like if Bethany can find someone we can because he was so sweet and so attractive and like her his family was so nice and she was like I didn't settle until I found it and like yeah hit my 40s yeah and I mean granted she got pregnant which is why they got married so that probably didn't help because they only knew each other for six months but the one of the best Bravo shows to date which is now on Peacock so if you've never watched it I highly recommend you watch it was Bethany Ever Bethany Ever After I think it started oh yeah married but it was we definitely we saw their relationships start middle and 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 he became a very nasty, like, it was like Jekyll and Hyde. So you started to see what was happening. And later when the show was over, you found out that he was basically trying to say that he deserves all the money from um, her selling of Skinny Girl because he was, like, part yeah. with her. He's like, when I helped build the but brand. If you, watch what? The, if you watch the show, you know, like, she had this brand way before he showed up. And it was just like. Then with Bryn, it was a very nasty um, custody battle. And, like, you see it throughout many seasons of her on Real Housewives. It literally is destroying her. So, you know, you as a fan of hers, you just want her to be happy. And it's unfortunate to see that not only is she no longer with Paul, who seemed to make her happy, but she's still stuck with Jason in terms of legal fees and who knows what else. Not oh, only God, like the fees. The they share custody. Yeah. They share custody of Bryn, and so they have to interact in some capacity in order to like bring her back and forth. So, you know, and who knows what he's saying to Bryn when he has her, and like just the usual. Terrible do they? Do they have? have I, I don't. Uh, I don't know if this was ever like in the public, but I'm sure this is what was happening. If it's not already happening, of either she hands either like his parents might be involved and be like handing him off or they have like a court appointed person because for one point she had a restraining order against him so like yeah there was a restraining order i think at one point they use like nannies as like the you know he wouldn't be at the house but like the nanny would be there um to pick her to you know take care of her or something i don't think they have a lot of yeah that's what i was expecting too yeah it's, yeah, I don't think the restraining no. order is still in effect, remember. but it was, I mean, you know, as Team Bethany all day, every day, I'm sad for her in the sense that it also makes me lose hope. Yeah, because he was, like, coming to the school and making, like, scenes, like, when they were trying to pick her up and, like, trying to drop offs and stuff. Like, it was this poor kid. I mean, I'm just glad it's got to get easier as she gets older, and now she's yeah eight or nine more of what's happening yep i mean i follow both of them not jason hobby but i follow paul and bethany both on instagram and like paul was always just like so supportive in anything he'd post about her that you could just tell it was like a genuine real relationship so it's just sad to see that that doesn't exist in our life anymore but it sounds like she made the decision versus like you know, it wasn't like he broke up with her or anything. So clearly, we like, can also see them getting back together. But he also might have been like, I. I mean, he lives in Massachusetts. She lives in yeah. New York. She's not moving, and his business is there. So unless and maybe he was hoping for his own kid, and, and yeah, true. 
I mean, if you're listening, Paul, I'm available. Because I would have taken him in two seconds. And he seems really chill Such and low-key. Like, he never talked to anybody in the... Per- yeah. It was like, yeah, okay, no, this he, is the type of person that she should be with. Like, this is... He's of caliber for Bethany. So that was upsetting. Yeah. Um, but we'll keep an eye out. Bethany's always going to surprise us. She's always going to do something fun and interesting next. And Yeah, she rebounds from anything. It's just like, you know, you want her to be with someone because you also want to feel like there's someone and she, there yeah she's everyone. really has been actually this is pretty like ironic for that franchise is like when they started it was like they were coaching her to be like figure out how to become the mrs somebody to get to become a housewife yeah and specifically like a, a higher yeah. up in the social status because like who was kind of she she had been on like martha stewart's reality show and she had this like she was a natural foods chef, but like she was kind of, and she was always about like, no, I'm, I'm doing all of this to create my brand and make sure I have a business. And like, if I get a dude, I, yes, but like so far, nobody's been able to really kind of support my dreams and my goals. And that's why my like live in relationships don't get to those next stages. But there, she was with, especially in the beginning, and this would have been 12 years ago when there was a different, totally different vibe on the show where there was very specific um, social stature that came with, regardless of if you were, who you were even married to, just having a marriage. Like Ramona found it very embarrassing that she was in her thirties and she hadn't had at least one divorce and hadn't had a child. And like, and it was all that kind of bullshit Ramona stuff, but now they're all single and like, Half of them can't, you know, are, are, and... couldn't get their businesses off the ground. And, and without the show, they would be it like in rags. And Bethany was able to leave the show because she has so much money outside of Bravo. That, yeah, like, she, she used Bravo, Bravo to, to get where she wanted relevant. to be and get that alcohol sold to Jim Bean for $240 million and get that payout that she had been working hard for for 25 years. And the other ladies their lives really started to spiral a little bit when their marriages set in because they had put so right. much of their value on their marriage and how much and what their husbands did that it was just like it was uh, it was definitely like a more it was sadder to watch it was definitely a little more pathetic yeah and it was also enjoyable to watch for us yeah. because we were team bethany so anyone who was hating on Bethany and now is going through their own trouble. Yeah. It's like, well, you can't really just make comments without really knowing. And don't throw stones like to be out there while you live in glass houses. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's a housewives issue across the oh, board. But with the early days in New York. So, Get on it, Napa. We know you're packing. We're into it. We want all your feedback. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, and then the other one, yeah, there's a couple other ones. Um, honorable mention uh this one was more i was like interested in this one because it was lake bell's marriage of seven years they have she has two young kids with her husband scott campbell and he's a tattoo artist and they met on the set of made in america uh wait was that the right title of it or how to make an america thank you how to make which, it in america which was an incredible show yeah that has michelle's like two soon. two of michelle's boyfriends in it and wasn't that Anthony? Ma- no, Mark. that wasn't Anthony Mackie. Why did I think it was Anthony Mackie? No, who's no, the other? Being... Where did Anthony Mackie get on the HBO show? He's not on. It anything. was. Uh... 
No, it was um, Kid Cudi. The rapper. Yeah. I know. Um, I don't know why I saw. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, such a good show. And who? Yeah. Then there was another great. I like the other co-star of that show. Um, but I also have not. I don't remember his name. But yeah, Scott Campbell and her met on that. And then they. Yeah. So she was also like recently in the past year on a Dax Shepard's podcast because she did her show with Dax and um, uh, Bless This Mess with him that I don't think I don't know I wasn't watching it I don't know anybody was watching it but uh, and she just it was just all about how like she and Scott really are mind melded that you got to find somebody that it's just easy for each other. You're on the same level about everything. They raise their, they were very, they're very hippy dippy um, and like raise their kids, uh, you know, natural home birthings and like all this kind of, and she was always just praising their relationship and their friendship and you know how this could happen. And then seven years. Yeah. Well, just like we're seeing a lot of babies, we're seeing a lot of divorces during COVID and maybe they never spent this much time together and they realized as much as they have those things in common, there's a lot of things that are not working. Just Who interesting, knows? man. But yeah, and then I also just wanted to honorable mention, um, if anybody wants a, a movie that probably went under your radar, I, I was, I'm into Lake Bell. Well, we really appreciate that Lake Bell did that movie um, in a world where she played she was trying to be a woman breaking right. into the um, trailer narrative. Yeah, voiceover work. Voiceover. And she wrote and directed and produced that. And um, and did you like that one, Michelle? I didn't act. No, I think I watched it. Yeah. I think yeah. I watched it. Yeah. It has uh, a good and, and she was in this great movie called No Escape, which does not get. I thought it was great. It's not well received on IMDb or Rotten Tomatoes that much. But then it also has under Google users, 91% liked this movie. I thought it was great. It was a total thrill ride. She's um, a mother of two young girls with Owen Wilson. They moved to the Southeast Asia because he's working for a like water purification company. But it turns out that this region is falling into a political warfare, like as they arrive and they have to escape and like get out of here and get to I think they have to cross over to Vietnam for safety and it's them getting their family across like overnight and it it is like I was shocked at how much I enjoyed it when I watched it it was it was incredibly intense yeah very on that for me it was on that same (laughs) level so I was like so surprised that nobody ever has seen nobody talked like yeah whenever I mentioned it nobody's ever heard of it and I'm like Hey, I would recommend it. Yeah. I think you have to like rent it on iTunes at this point. Like there, it is not available on anything. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's like not really. But okay. Yep. Yeah. But yeah. So while well, we're watching that, what are, what are you watching this week? Yeah. Oh yeah. So we might as well get into what we're watching then. Um, so this week I watched on Hulu, there's a new show called Woke, which um, stars Winston from. Uh, Lamar and Mo- uh, um, Morris, right? Lamar and Lamorne. Yeah. Lamorne. Lamorne. Yeah, I never know how to pronounce his first name, but Winston, basically Winston from New Girl. So it's based on a, it's like loosely based on a true story, but basically um, he plays a cartoonist who has a pretty well known cartoon strip, like in the newspaper, that is actually about to go into syndication. Like he's about to make 
all this money. It's a very like vanilla cartoon. And he's kind of lived his life, even though he's black, as a very like, you know, he went, he's very educated. Like, he doesn't really acknowledge that there are issues as long as you play the rule, you know, the follow the rules. And as he's preparing for his press conference for the syndication of, of his um, comic strip, he gets falsely accused for someone in the neighborhood who's like um, stealing, like robbing. And he's like in the middle of posting an advertisement for his press conference and gets like tackled the police, like in a very aggressive um, way, like tackle him down. It's very, it was clearly done way before George Floyd happened, but it's very like, it echoes a lot. Well, of it's also, you know, it's been right happening now. for Eventually, generations. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, but, but even more so because later on in the season, COVID comes up. So it's very timely um, and it's a comedy, but it also clearly has this very political commentary. That's everything that's happening. Yeah. Not even political, but more so racial and just like overall social commentary of what's going on. Cause it hit it cover. So basically after that happens, even though it gets let go, he, something changes in his brain and everything in the world starts like speaking to him and basically are telling him like you need to write or draw something that actually means something and so now he's he's seeing like the world yeah it's really interesting it's really funny smart um blake anderson from yeah and so shares so like i appreciate that Shazir plays this journalist from um, this like um, black organization. So she's kind of inspiring him what to do with this new found like inspiration. Um, it's really interesting. It's really funny. It's well He's done. He's great in everything. Um, yeah. And he's, he's definitely um, talented. So I highly recommend that it's on Hulu. It's like, 30 minute episodes I think there's eight or 10 episodes it's not that much of a commitment and then I also watched Borat the new Borat movie which I went in with very low expectations because obviously the original is like amazing I've seen it a thousand times and I was nervous it would be a little like repetitive but um I would say the first 15 minutes are a little slow but the second he starts to interact oh, with Americans as Borat, it's like it just brings you back to how idiotic this country is. You know, obviously, you've probably heard the news. Like, really oh my God. Yeah. What was the latest? He was trying to adjust it's his belt when his hands that- are on his dick when he's lying down on that bed. Like, 15. With a girl who's supposed to be 15. Yeah, so um, that part was pretty crazy. That's kind of towards the end. But just the interactions of, like, you know, people in the South and their perspectives about Jews or, you know, Middle Easterns or just in general, the usual shtick that you would think he would do. Like, coronavirus comes up because it's – like, he's filming this – 
a little bit right little bit before corona actually hits the u.s and then it does because when he goes to this event where mike pence is at um mike pence mentions like on stage there are 15 cases so it's like very early on of this year so at the end it actually really ties well together and i liked it i don't know if it's like the original borat where i'd watch it many times but i was pleasantly surprised because i kind of was nervous it was just gonna be a wannabe Borat, like, you know, it wouldn't be as good. But it, it was really entertaining, and it made me laugh and cringe throughout the movie. Oh, good to know. And that's on Thank Amazon. Confirming that. Uh, yeah. So this is, like, the first <laughs> I'm not Oh, neither am HBO. I. So. <laughs> All right. Well, well, we'll come back to you, HBO. Yeah. I mean, it's not like we're abandoning you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. that doesn't mean I want something, something to talk about next week. But I mean, I don't know if I'm going to watch that Hugh Grant Nicole Kidman one on HBO, but I feel like there's something else on HBO that I see a commercial for, and then when I want to watch something new, I, like, forget what it is. I need to write it down, obviously. Yeah, I'm going to watch that Nicole Kidman cool. show, so that'll probably be what I bring um, up next week. But, okay, so yeah. I watched Hubie what Halloween are you yesterday, and that was really... I was I was actually surprised at how much I enjoyed it, and... Uh, it I appreciated right off the bat. There's hard, hard references to Sandler's previous. Like the Easter eggs are really great. You have Ben Stiller's psycho character from Happy Gilmore, where he's the um, the caretaker of like the security guard of like the old person home, and you have like the lady who <laughs> she was one of my first impressions that I was able to do in like third or fourth grade. I'd be like, Meester, Meester. And so I got, I'd always get a good chuckle out of class and I would do that. Maybe it was, how old were we? Yeah, we were, that would have been when we, when Happy Gilmore came out. We'd been like that age. Yeah. Yeah, we were um, And then they make a, um, he drops a reference to his Boy Scout sketch and SNL. You have the O'Doyles that have been torturing him for generations as a, a Billy Madison throwback. Like, it was very funny. The rest of the cast really really heightens it up and increases it the um oh i got their names last night here i was like actually really surprised uh, i appreciated that the little kid from um stranger things was in it noah snape noah snap um but the people that i thought that really took it away was the um uh, of course everything's like being slow as i look it up uh the teacher that was playing cleopatra and like ray liotta is uh, hitting on her. <laughs> oh yeah, Ray, is really. Ray Liotta really is funny. Just, he looks, I love Ray he Liotta. looks very like he looks pretty good in this one. Like, yeah, he usually he has like an alcoholic bloat and like red eyes, last, and he had done a little too much Botox recently, and that had kind of chilled out in his face. And you get a little Rob Schneider and a little Steve Buscemi and Kevin James. Julie Bowen annoys the hell out of me. Yeah. I mean that that's where the sh- the movie itself the plot is a little corny especially yeah that her whole thing was like so part, over the top like and... way too much yeah but as as we discussed it's definitely better than a lot of Adam Sandler's movies more recently in the last like all 10 the grown-ups like all the and... yeah it was yeah it was bad okay I actually liked Grown Ups. No, I definitely one. did not. I don't know if I saw the other one. But also, I liked Grown Ups because it was like him, Kevin. It was also the cast, Kevin James. Yeah, and I liked Chris the, Rock. Like, um, 
the mystery one that he did on Netflix prior to this with Jennifer Aniston, but that was also because I, A, I love those. I like, I love any kind of, of the level, like plot, any kind of murder mystery, like I'm like here for, but then the rest of that cast was really good too. So, but I would definitely recommend it. I got super like, like, oh, I want to go back to New England, but I need so much more money. (laughs) um, And so that was cool uh, just to see all that stuff. It was like, yeah, Salem. And uh, yeah, definitely check it out. An hour and a half, two hours, Netflix. It's great. Yeah. Uh, Well, but go in with low expectations because if you go in with these. (laughs) I would say have it on. I would say have it on in the background because it's not something you really need to be yeah, focused I was doing my on. Puzzle, but because again, the plot's pretty terrible. Yeah, the plot's pretty terrible, but like you'll enjoy. But I was surprised at like how much the better cast the, rest of the cast and, was. Yeah. Like the the barista girl, like was really cute, and I was just like, all right, okay. He still had his family in there, and they're all terrible actors. Yeah, <laughs> so I was like, ugh. His oldest daughter. I'm sorry. Yeah, Sunny, his wife. No, Sunny's yeah. his second. No, Sunny's his oldest. His second daughter is a, a better actress. So I'm just like, oh, God, guys, okay. Um, and then she was also on Seth Meyers this week. It was so cute. She came by to say hi when Adam was doing press. Oh, and, that's cute. Um, because Adam and Seth were both from New Hampshire. And then Seth's mom grew up in Marblehead, which is where they did a lot of the filming, too. And so they were just talking about it was such a, like, a North Shore-centric. And they were trying to out New Hampshire each other. And, and then... I did and then Adam's daughter was like oh did you guys know each other growing up because she like you know she would assume they're the exact same age they're not too far but they definitely no Adam's probably yeah I mean Seth is in the early 40s and Adam's yeah Yeah. and um and and Seth grew up in a slightly nicer town and so Adam was trying to give him shit for that Yeah, and the daughter was just like, oh, did you guys right. go to high school together? Right. And Adam was like, no, I used to do this summer camp program where I'd get the best comedians in New Hampshire, and, and I would mentor them, but Sarah Silverman never listened to me. I was like, yeah. Um, and then I, watched, I started watching <laughs> Star Trek Discovery, which I'm going to watch a lot more today. Down my alley, I got CBS All Access, I think, mostly for Big Brother, or there was an awards show I wanted to watch, too, at some point. But Star Trek Discovery is on CBS All Access, and you know I'm I'm a GD nerd, man. I am down for it. I, yeah, that's right up. Yeah, alley. I'm My really into it. I like um, it. I like the plot they're starting off with. It's a classic. Um, the Klingons are coming back for their revenge. I honestly have never watched the other seasons of Star Trek. I watched a little bit of like Whoopi Goldberg when she was on but the Picard series like yeah but I honestly haven't watched that much Star Trek yeah. but I'm obviously very well versed in that like nerd world yeah the movies I think yeah. so they're not good they're I know movies, Neil McDonough so. was in one of them and he plays Captain Kirk in one of them and I definitely watched that one because Neil McDonough I became obsessed with from Band of Brothers and um you know I was in high school and I was definitely not well so I <laughs> I started having yeah. a lot of like inappropriate attachments with men on my television. Band of Brothers. I, I, I still think it's the greatest like cinematic achievement of all time. So that's always my recommendation yeah. for greatest thing ever as miniseries is Band of Brothers. Uh, and then I watched an episode of David Letterman and I'm going to go back and watch probably some more. I did it. I did think he already had interviewed Dave Chappelle, but he clearly had it. That was the first interview with Dave Chappelle. 
but I watched the Lizzo episode and it was really cute and it was just really nice to have Dave back and it was just I love Dave and now he's like grandpa Dave and I appreciate it I honestly didn't really like his interview with Dave Chappelle and I was talking to my brother about it yesterday David Letterman as an interviewer but that's just me so and I felt like there there was nothing in that okay that's interesting to hear yeah he's not you're right he's not yeah sorry everybody for my dog watching another dog walk by and I should but I mean um but yeah I mean that's what we're watching and obviously we'll be here next week kind of hoping lily james does not show up in the press this week we'd like a little bit of a break i'd like some new yeah but you're we're only getting like like, three celebrities doing promotions like at a time so like i need yeah this uh maybe i do need the world to go back to the way it was (laughs) i was kind of i was i was kind of enjoying this pace (laughs) I don't think it's going. No, I don't think it's going to go back to the way it was ever, but it'll. So, but you know, we'll obviously keep you guys posted. Whether it's Lily James All or some entanglement. other entanglement. <laughs> With that, T-T-Y-L. Guys, we'll thanks for listening. Bye.